We'll chat to Sibonis Ngomalo in a second, but London-listed Tullo Oil, which focuses on Africa, has appointed the former MTN chief executive, who became the chair, Putuma Ntleko, as its chairman. So uh, Putuma Ntleko will become the Tullo Oil chairman. He's increasingly busy, is Putuma Ntleko. Um, JSE Limited chairman, he owns his own uh, Pembani Group, which is invested in engine uh, petroleum and IHS Towers. So it's another feather in the cap for one of South Africa's more effective uh, startup executives and uh, yeah, we watch that career very closely. Sibonis Ngomalo, the portfolio manager at Old Mutual Investment Group and what was a bit of a disappointing day for investors on the JSE but there, there were a bunch of stories and that Aspen Pharmacare story is a particularly um, hopeful one in quite a negative environment, Sibonis. Yeah, I mean, a, a very quiet day on the market, but there are some stories. We just start with the Aspen one, and I think with Aspen, that's a good story, and you covered it well. But actually, we've got to go back um, to talk about the Aspen story. I mean, in 2019, um, the net debt to EBITDA was close to five times. They had a lot of debt on the balance sheet, a complex business that the market wasn't quite coming to grips with. The job that Stephen Side has done has actually been phenomenal. Simplifying the business, selling some assets, and actually focusing on that debt. And actually, what we, besides what we've seen now, um, with them obviously ramping up capacity in South Africa and promising even more capacity and investing um, in South Africa, um, actually, last week, they announced another disinvestment um, of six South African products um, to a Swiss-based company for $1.8 billion. And so what we're finding there is that they've, taken debt all the way to one times EBITDA, which is basically these guys are well structured. So Stephen Saad has done a phenomenal job in two years or so um, in restructuring Aspen and the share price is saying the same, Bruce. Yeah, most certainly is. It's had a really, really good run up uh, this year. Um, in Altron's, in the case of Altron, Altron's also been selling off old school businesses and is looking to develop into a very new look and new world business. Uh, that's quite an exciting one, isn't it? Yeah, that's one is, that one is actually, again, I mean, South Africa has got some really capable management. I mean, Altron, a very old industrial company in South Africa, they held very old industrial assets. Lots of those, and that, that was within the, the ambit of the Fenter family. Um, and the Fenter family kind of moved on, and, and, and a, a guy named Teto Nyati took over the business, simplified it, focused it towards the future, and again, he divested of some, of some assets and, and created a technology business in South Africa. They reported results today, and obviously, this is six months to August 2021, um, and, and if we look what they're comparing to, though, remember, it's six months to August 2020, which included the hard lockdown. So we're starting to see these numbers, which are like huge, where they say <laughs> headline earnings per share is up 238%. Last year, it, they made a loss. The one thing, I mean, these numbers, these results are actually quite pleasing, Bruce. They're pleasing to read. But the one thing they are talking about is that actually clients, their customers, um, which use their technology platform, are delaying capital expenditure. And so, therefore, they're holding on to their cash flow. And so, therefore, 
as that capex comes into the gets invested over time, then we should see a continuing improvement. But we saw good cash generation from them. Um, and again, a business that has been simplified and management is focused on the future and done an astonishing job. Again, the share price tells the story. We'll talk to Mteto Nyati just after Eyewitness News at 7 o'clock, so about 35 minutes from now. Quick view on the oil price, $86.50. I mean, this is something that just uh, is defying gravity at the moment, and it's quite unsettling. It, it is, Bruce, but it depends. Uh, in terms of our clients, we own a rather large stake in Cecil, bought at very low prices. So from our client's perspective, it's not unsettling. For us as consumers, though, it somewhat is. But oil is a fascinating thing um, because oil is all about ESG and supply dynamics. What do I mean by that? Last year in March, we had an oversupply of oil. In fact, you couldn't find oil in America. Um, you saw um, oil go negative. And we saw the Brent crude, I suppose, the rest of the world also go down to the 20s per barrel. And all of a sudden now, there's not enough oil. What happened? Well, actually, banks keep coming out and saying, we don't want to find dirty fund dirty energy. And also, if we look at American shale, actually, they're no longer drilling as many wells as possible. So we've got a world that's recovering. So the demand, as we get more open and stop moving and being more mobile, we're demanding more oil. But actually, there isn't enough supply to come on stream. And because we haven't been investing and there's this ESG tag, supply is short. And so therefore, Economics 101 from UCT taught me that, you know what, when there isn't the sufficient supply and the demand um, goes up, the price is going to go up, and this is why. And and this, is, I think, is part of the reason um, that we're going to see these prices. They probably could stay high for quite a while. How do you know if somebody went to UCT? They tell you. Sibonis Ngomala. Thank you very much indeed. Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group uh, this evening. Thanks very much for your insights tonight.